Overseas, you're the MVP. You come play in the NBA, sixth man at best. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, let's do this shit. Welcome to the longest running black pro wrestling podcast in the world. Welcome to the Broken Pistol Booking Company pro wrestling podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. You didn't hit the button again this week. Nah. Why? What gotta, are we doing? We got to reload shit. Like, like this, it's a whole... We How many episodes have we used that button? We got to redo shit. It's been two years since we've been side by side doing this shit. Like, until we get this shit fixed, until we get this fucking COVID under control, like, this is what it's going to be. So say your shit, man. That part I completely understand. <laughs> it does not make the trigger obsolete. Talk your it shit, does, man. Talk your in, shit, dog. In no, in no, in no way, shape, or form does it make the trigger obsolete. But it is made daily with <laughs> fresh, <laughs> farm organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, uh, Scotch guarded for twenty twenty repellent. Still um, out here with the twenty twenty two boosters and the rocket packs attached. Black. Uh, we getting a major push straight through WrestleMania, and uh, we gonna win the title. And we're going to reign for as many days as Bob Backlund did once upon a time. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. (laughs) All of that. All of that. All of that. Terry Bollea, count your days. Broken pencil logic. You stay classy, internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. I'm tired of starting the shows with tears, man. This is bullshit. Hey, that's your fault. You is it? Is it, though? We know this amongst each other, even though I've never said it to... Uh, pencil Pusher Nation You put me on the spot With a live mic You just gonna have to live With what happens Hey I mean The the best memories come When you're not expecting them Look at pic- Look at your pictures From your scrapbook I can guarantee you The best memories came From the moments That you don't or That you were not expecting I'm the guy That people from the outer circle Would have to try to persuade not to say anything inflammatory during radio promo runs yeah re- remember that time you were at six flags and someone uh, uh got you stuffing your face with a funnel cake yeah of course but that that family picture with the, with that pole exactly no one remembers that shit <laughs> i'm just hey look all i'm saying is if you're gonna put me on the spot be be ye thankful if I, you know, just conduct business. If I go into business for myself, it's going to be rough. Dog said, be ye thankful. It is Thursday, March the 10th. <laughs> Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I said, Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 22. Hey, man. Hey, lady, too. Man, it's a lot yeah, going. Hey, to the ladies. We it, appreciate you. Hey, it's a lot going down, bro. Oh, I need to send you this shit because I, I thought I did, but I didn't. A lot going down. A lot going down. We had uh oh yeah, I did send it to you. Got the you got the agenda. Um Don't mean I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> since, since we ain't gonna use the trigger no more, fuck the agenda too. I mean, we, we got some triggers we gonna use. In fact, the first one we gonna use is uh some people gonna leave this bitch triggered if you leave it up to me. This but, is a fact yeah. trigger triggered, that's the episode. Uh <laughs> Trigger man, yeah, man. Let's talk a few things here. Your okay. NXT, real quick, real quick. This this ain't we gonna take too much time because we ain't see this shit because we're still on NXT, right? Forever. <laughs> your winner, <laughs> <laughs> NXT champion, 
Dolph Ziggler? I mean, did, did, I, did, I, okay. did I say that right? You did. Okay. Bruh. What I'm gonna say, what I'm, what I'm about to say, is in no way a slight to Uncle Ziggy. One of, one of the hardest working, most consistent, Absolutely. most most consistent performers in WWE, not just currently, but in history. Dolph is cash money records for the nine nine and, and two thousand. I don't remember the last time I saw a bad Dolph Ziggler match. I don't think they exist anymore. Even the they're, they're, even the supercell for Goldberg was amazing in Saudi. Right, that's Gold, <laughs> that might be Goldberg's best match in what four or five years. That's his best match since Survivor Series seventeen Bruh. or sixteen. Oh man, when he came back for Lesnar and won in ninety seconds. So the moral of the story is shorter is better. And the WrestleMania thirty three match was kind of good too. It was ten minutes and it was a whole bunch of just you know high impact. Yeah, it was it was some shit popping. <laughs> Either way. Dolph Ziggler is money, so what I'm going to say is in no way a slight to him. This has more to do with the maturation process and progress of one Braun Breaker. Why in the entire multicolored fuck (laughs) would you would you hotshot this individual into being an NXT champion? Just last week. Just last week. Put him on that trajectory. Hold on. just, Just last week, bro. You had the Dirty Dogs take on Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa in a tag team match. Break your Braun, ho. A week ago, and then and then a week later, you you throw uh, Braun Breaker, Tommaso Ciampa, and Dolph Ziggler into a triple threat. So not even not even like present booking because again we're on I'm on NXT right and I mean that shit and I'm not watching but for the times that I was still kind of paying attention and then what you read you know after the fact like show recaps not even dirt sheet shit you you debut Braun Breaker you haven't beat LA Knight who I haven't seen or heard much from since you hot shot him probably what war games whenever whenever Braun Breaker whenever the change happened I don't know shit about war games because I didn't watch. I couldn't couldn't tell you. New Year's Evil was when I think it was when Braun got the belt. Even that. But what I'm saying is, you put him on the trajectory to title picture. Like you didn't you didn't say we're just gonna build him for a while and have him knocking people off like squash matches, or whatever. You you hot shotted him to fast track title picture. You beat him the first time with Tommaso Ciampa, which I assume is just like we're gonna swerve the audience because they think he's just gonna go full Goldberg. Then you turn around, take the title off. Well, you beat him the first time. He comes back in the next match, and wins the title. Then you take the title off of him right before WrestleMania to presumably just give it back to him. Takeover weekend, which is also at like eleven o'clock in the morning in Dallas. It motherfucker's still gonna be sleep. When this happens, they're gonna be hung over from the night and before, I, I, or or so or so dead ass tired that if they showed up, they're gonna fall asleep in the damn stands. And that's not a, that's not even cap. There's shit going on in the wee hours of the morning, the entire weekend. Keep go ahead though. De- depending on when you land in DFW, or if you're already in DFW, when you start going to different events, chances are you're gonna be fucking sleep when NXT. <laughs> When the takeover happens, all right. This, all right just, hold, so we got a hundred thousand plus that's going to be in Jerry World two nights in a row. I, I, 
Last shit I saw, we hadn't even broken triple digits as far as ticket sales. So t- be easy. Okay. All right. We have the potential for triple digits for for a hundred thousand plus to be yeah, in Jerry we, World. We have the potential for six figures, but we're like low low fifties. Like I mean, like low sixties, high fifties, maybe mid yeah mid level five figures. Okay. Last report I saw. All right. That said. I would dare say we're probably going to have at least a hundred thousand people come into DFW that weekend. Would you oh, to would come into the city? Yes, more than that. Okay, yeah. cool, perfect. There's only so many Uber drivers, so many Lyft drivers, so many your homies, and ne- not nearly the amount of rental cars you want, and gas. Not to mention gas in one of the cheapest gasoline cities in the country is well over four dollars a gallon right now. Mm-hmm. And it ain't going down bef- between now and say three and a half weeks from now. So, yeah, spring break finna be a whole ho. Nah, for real, but we we're we're used to. I'll say this: we're used to the price hike around these holidays, where you're gonna be out and and people are gonna be taking road trips and things like that. Price Maybe just went not, up, right? Maybe not to this degree. But this is a yearly thing. Like it sucks that we're up into the fours now. But this is so. This isn't new. But we haven't seen this in this part of the country in fourteen years. Yeah, usually we're protected from shit like this. Not now. <laughs> if nothing else, that's a reason for you to start getting uh, acclimated and and read up on who's who and what's what when it's time to go do what you're supposed to do as your civic duty. Man, see, words matter. I brought up politics and didn't bring up politics. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at you, but 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 politicizing, <laughs> preach night. So, <clears throat> that said, <sighs> mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where where we go with this. So, how Ziggler? Well, let me let me let me double back Look, here because I, I, I think I know what I got my I got my words together here now. I think I know what I want to say. Okay. Did you really put Ziggler into NXT to give him a belt to get Braun Breaker or something to do at WrestleMania? Yep. So so what you're looking at it as, I guess you're saying the majority of because this will obviously be on Peacock and and it's going to be a complete. <laughs> So, so early early morning on the cock, huh? Yeah, Saturday morning wrestling on the cock. <laughs> but yes, so people, there are some WWE-centric people who will be watching only WWE content over the course of the weekend. So you're basically saying, what's the best match or what's the best situation we can put Braun Breaker in for a, for a title win? And Dolph Ziggler, obviously for obvious reasons, is the best choice. Veteran, able to call matches, make Braun Breaker look great. He's going to sell like a used car sale. He's going to sell like Westway Ford. Joe Greed. For those of you who are, who are well-versed in the DFW culture of bullshit and whatnot. <laughs> you don't come see me, can't save you any money. 12-12, loop 12, all of that shit. <laughs> we, that's how we sell it. So, some of you will get that rest of you gonna have to google it but ziggler gonna do his thing i just i'm like why are we playing hot potato with the nxt title and putting unnecessary losses on braun breaker 
Man. And furthermore, why is he playing the 1993 white meat babyface on Raw? <laughs> Man, see that that's okay. That's the indictment on creative I have. So, Stop so here, 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 here's a. Uh, I don't know if anybody has said this online. I don't know if this has even been a conversation. You know what I think this this hot shotting has to do with, and especially stripping the title off of off of him to give it to Ziggler for a possible defense on May, at Mania or Mania weekend. You know what I think this is around. Let me hear something. Let me turn the music down for this one. Actually, I'm just going to pause the music for this one because I, I, I don't. You ain't you ain't ready for what I'm about to say. Oh, no, I think I'm prepared for what you're about to say. I, I think we're on the same page. Steiner Brothers are going to the WWE Hall of Fame. Which I, I've I've heard that. I've I've read that a couple places like that. Now, I have. Okay. I, that's the thing. I haven't. I haven't seen anything related to the sort. I just, me putting this conversation together as far as Ziggler coming out of nowhere, winning the NXT title, which good for him. He's a two-time WWE was a, what, world heavyweight champion and one, one, title, uh, one title reign. He got stripped of the other one. He didn't even get to defend because he was concussed due to uh, Alberto Del Rio. Mm-hmm. So he basically had two run, two wins and no defenses. So if he gets actually gets a chance to get a, a decent run with this belt, then by all means, yes, good for him. However, ain't no ain't no decent run. It, it's the tenth, bro. Less than less than, <laughs> less than thirty days. 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm sorry, and I don't. Again, this is not a slight to Dolph Ziggler, but you are here as a, in a transitional position. <laughs> Transitional you, you are not Tim champion. Absolutely, that <laughs> that is your role. champion. And I'm like, okay, cool. If you want, if if you thought you had the Steiner brothers in the bag, as far as a Hall of Fame induction, meaning Rick and, and Scott. Scott. <laughs> Scott, it Scott's the wild card here. He's the one you have to make amends with. So if you lock that up, why? Why does Braun Breaker need two title reigns and two L's on his record to build him for a Hall of Fame induction? Why not just build him and crown him WrestleMania weekend? You'd have spent basically the last, what, 90 days to, to what, four months, however long this, the Nickelodeon era has been going on. <laughs> build him because he looked like the number one contender. He looked like the future champion. He the was first money. Time saw him. He looked That's- like money. Facts. So you would have had him beat everybody who was leaving NXT. O'Reilly would have caught that work. Uh, Cause what? When's the last time you seen Von Wagner? Who? Exactly. exactly. He was on SmackDown <laughs> as a security guard, and now I don't know what he's doing because I don't watch NXT. And he was but, and he was hot shot into a main event role for a triple well, for a fatal four way for the title. Like, come on. See what man. I mean? See what I mean? Then you uh, Gargano got his ass. You'd have got his ass up out of there. You got wow. a win off him before he left. Um. Who else dipped? Uh, Bobby Fish. Get his ass up out of there. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I named him. So oh, okay. we got them three. Uh, I'd, shit, if I could have got it, I'd have had him beat Cole, but he wasn't there yet. We were still in black and gold. And Kyle O'Reilly was too busy trying to look like Orange Cassidy, but that's another conversation. Right, but, you know, Kyle at least stayed around long enough for the beginning of the Nickelodeon transition. Um, it. I mean, just saying, like, fuck, like, why? Why? Like, what's the? Where's the logic? <laughs> right here. Welcome, pencil logic. <laughs> where's the logic in this? You're trying to build stars. You want the next generation of money makers. You're trying to hit 
you're trying to catch lightning in a bottle again, which is why I don't understand why, you know, you have Braun Breaker for as big and imposing as he is. You have him cut the I'm just happy to be here promo. It's like just the anti-hero has been the hero since 98. Bruh, that this is a fact. Since that since the On the cool 96, but well, yeah, I would say I would say since since the the verbal communication of an attitude era, the anti-hero has been the there's they're still bad guys. But I'll the anti-hero Go ahead. I'll take it to ninety. I'll take it to ninety six with Diesel when he put the black glove on. It was like I'm not dapping up nobody who ain't wearing one. One, he just sold a whole bunch of merch, and two, <laughs> he was on some shit because he was on his way out. He he was like a tweener, the anti hero, and he was over for it because oh, over see, man, you saw Kevin Nash's real personality and realized how much of it he really had. And the whole Big Daddy Cool gimmick was like even if you listen to him in interviews, he is cool like. I'm too Facts. high to come down. Cool. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> so I don't understand like why we're still trying to make the all of I do understand. I actually do know the answer to this. I'm just I'm pontificating for those of you who'd like a new word for the day. Do your Googles, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just speaking it out loud, but we know why. Because the people in charge that make the final decisions are a little too set in their ways i won't even call them old even though there's there's a there's a huge age discrepancy between the people create the people green lighting content and the people consuming it and when there's that big of a of a of a disparaging gap you're gonna have a lot of bad decisions be made no no 70 year old person can make proper decisions for 2022 hip-hop man and it's not even as a slight like quincy jones could produce a hip-hop record and people will probably shit on it from a 2022 perspective and it might be one of the greatest crafted pieces of music ever and the today's audience will not accept it because that's not what they're into there are there are great pieces of work like I had this argument for the last 15 years. Internet radio became a very huge thing in the mid 2000s. I've had this conversation time and time again. People talk about where has hip hop gone? Like hip hop, hip hop is hip hop is dead. She's like, no, it's it never went anywhere. If anything, it got a broader audience. And because of a broader audience, more people started doing it. So the stuff that people were gravitating to back then. They, were, they had more access to it than ever before. They just didn't know how to look for it. People with smartphones doing dumbass shit. Like, and they, even back then, smartphones were the thing, but everybody had a laptop. Everybody had a damn computer. Like, people didn't just pop up on Facebook all of a sudden. People been on that bitch. So, if you had access to do, to, to, talk, to talk shit about where things have gone, have enough know-how and enough skill to go search for things that you want to go search for. If, if you don't like WWE, like Suave is, me and Suave are on NXT, right? But we also know that if we didn't have cable or over the top platforms, we could go online and watch old Ring of Honor. We can go watch New Japan. We can go watch MLW. We can find whatever the fuck we want to go watch simply by Googling it. I can find the majority of old WCW, which I'm, I still haven't checked to see if the if the cock has completely updated all the old archives. But That's another thing. There are whole territories out here, old and new, 
that you are completely unfamiliar with. And if you know about them, you don't know the stories that happen within them. Go ahead and binge watch some of that shit and shut the fuck up. You could binge watch Mid-South and be in a completely different universe. Bruh. Like even, but I, and, but and I, I also get it. Like some people don't want to go that far back. I mean, you can go back to what created the Attitude Era. Watch yep. ECW. Yep. There's a bunch of that. Um, look, the Impact Network. We've spoke. We've spoken about that over the top platform. Great. The Impact, great. The you Impact can, app has everything you need. The Impact Wrestling Channel on fucking Pluto has everything you need for and free. That's free. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. Like you, ha- you have places to go if you don't like what you see. I get it. So you can you can voice your displeasure same way we do, but at the same time, at some point it just becomes like torture. Yeah, it's self torture, self mutilation. And and from the bad we go on to the good. So for hey, look up, at what I just said. Up until last night, for three hundred and sixty four days, Scorpio Sky was undefeated as of last night march 9th biggie day big biggie death day wrong day, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> the greatest rapper of all time died, died on, on march, march 9th. 9th your winner and tnt champion by god scorpio sky Scorp gang man finally something so he- Okay, so peep this, and I think this is something. It's been mentioned and it crossed my eyes, but I didn't think about it until this morning. So I want to see if you've had the same thought. We, you know who Scorpio Sky's cousin is, right? I do. Yes. And you know who Scorpio Sky's cousin was slated to start a program with before this air quotes departure from AEW, right? Uh, if if I'm not mistaken, that would have been Paige Van Zant, correct? Correct. Who is nice. also a part? Also was a part of last night's um, angle that played out with American Top Team, right? Dan Lambert. So my thought is before the contract situation came up, you know when uh, Scorpio Sky's last defeat was? It was. Course, it was a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. You know who it was too? No. Cody? Rhodes. Wow, in the TNT Championship match at St. Patrick's Day Massacre, right? Yes. Wow. So it's, <laughs> it's under my belief that if Cody had not gone through this contract issue, that you would have seen Scorpio Sky's storyline arc. So he would have defeated Cody. Come together by beating the last person that beat him for the championship that he challenged for. While tying tying back the family ties and putting uh get, getting uh Paige Van Zant contract signed in the ring with Brandy, yeah, and and then you get a mixed tag match with Scorpio and Ty Conti. I mean not Ty Conti, um Paige Van Zant versus Brandy and Cody. Like you would have had a program that spawned from Scorpio Sky coming back and avenging the last loss he's had in a whole year. But either that way, that it, is awesome storytelling. It, 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 it could it could have it could have been if executed, but even just the thought of it because Scorpio Sky still penultimately became the TNT champion. I mean, I, I can't I can't tout that enough. We've we've talked waxed poetic, if you will, enough about Scorpio Sky over the last two years. Facts. And also, I just here's a fact. Don't know if you're aware of this or not. The only person of any color 
to hold a World Tag Team Championship with AEW and the TNT Championship. He quite possibly could be the first Triple Crown winner for AEW. Facts. I mean, he's got he's got everything necessary. He he stepped his promo game up. And no disrespect, so I, no disrespect to Keith Lee, Scorpio Sky is the true limitless one of AEW. I mean, there, I've said it. There you go. I mean, that's gimmick infringement, but hey, let, we can refer to him as Sky Daddy, and that has a whole different connotation. <laughs> Doesn't he live in Colorado? I'm not sure. <laughs> Just saying. All right, so, yo. No, but but on the cool, you do know. Well, for those of you who are not ingratiated in our culture, the term Sky Daddy is like a off-color reference for higher power, mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. So calling Scorpio Sky the Sky Daddy. I mean, look. All I'm saying is for a nominal fee. <laughs> soon to be a phenomenal fee. We will slice off some of this broken pencil logic and this knowledge and put it on your plate. For media consumption and uh, your tithes uh, are greatly appreciated. That's all I'm saying. Is I don't want to take anything away from what you're doing. I just want to add to it. True indeed. And speaking While of- adding to my account. Speaking of taking things away from and adding to, the only reason why I brought Scorpio Sky up this early because we were talking about title changes. But since we're on the topic of AEW, uh, let's go through quite possibly the best AEW pay-per-view that we've ever seen. And in terms of a card, quite possibly the best pay-per-view card with the AEW that we've ever seen. You think? It's possible. We'd have to go back through all the cards and kind of put it together. Like, I mean, you know, I guess we could do that for... Um, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know we do mixtapes all the time. We show AEW some love and do they do a mixtape of their top five pay-per-views ever. Yeah. They've we, been around long enough for that. We, we can do that probably in time for Double or Nothing. So when we do the you know who ain't going to win for Double or Nothing, we probably would be able to give you a top five pay-per-views. In our opinion, Broken Pistol Logic Applied for uh, AEW pay-per-views since their inception. Make a note of that because you know how we get. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm putting that in my notes right now so we can do that. Uh, Three, two, one, contact. <laughs> no contact. Hi. Uh, in, in the uh, in the pre-show, legit Layla Hirsch defeated Chris uh, Statlander, uh, which was pretty expected. I don't even remember oh. if we said she ain't going to win, but... Did, did you tell them about that Scorpio Sky new merch, though? trying to copy one before they shit sell out <laughs> man fuck all that we gotta put we got we gotta rain these praises down on scorpio sky before they fuck around sabotage proud uh black and proud black and gold tea from scorpio sky available at aewshop.com and i please believe I'm, I'm in the process of ordering one while i'm in between talking about uh pro wrestling matches and, and results <laughs> we need a shirt to say sky high we need to we really need to run with this sky daddy thing even though i know you know ricky starks has the whole stroke daddy thing going on which shout out to his fucking jersey shouts shouts out to taz for pointing out what uh what stroke daddy meant when he was in college <laughs> What did it mean when he was in college? You know. Some shit, some shit that'll get you canceled if you say it. If you say it, yes. <laughs> but if you don't say it, it's open to interpretation. Yeah, you'll be fine. You don't say it, you'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. Uh, QT Marshall was in the ring, and they sent out Hook. <laughs> Send Hook? You know what happened. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> 
You don't even you know, know me. me. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, in the last match of the pre-show, you had the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and the debuting Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews! <laughs> versus Pac, Eric Redbeard, who returned, and Penta Oscuro, which means Penta Dark. Uh, but then you don't see Eric Redbeard on Dynamite this week. And I want Alex to stop walking around like a fucking druid with a mace. That's just too much cosplay. Well, the reason why you don't see Eric Redbeard on Dynamite is because he got sprayed with the black mist. So now, not only did they target the eye during the match, but they sprayed the uh, the, the dark mist into the uh, that damaged eye, the injured eye during the match. So I mean, I, mean, I don't think we'll see him again for a have while. Superpowers now, or what the fuck? I don't think we're gonna see him for a while unless he happens to come up with as part of the House of Black. When uh, I, don't, I hope this doesn't happen, but something tells me he's gonna pop up, pop pop back up in the House of Black when he returns alongside a debuting uh, Wyndham Rotunda. But that's that's. I I don't know. I really, I really hope I'm wrong on that one, but that's what it feels like. I, I'm in fact, look, I'm different than a lot of uh, traditional wrestling fans in the fact that these darker gimmicks or these darker character sets, I don't have a problem with. Maybe it's because I grew up in the whole era of The Undertaker and, you know, the Ministry of Darkness was a thing, so this ain't really a big deal for me. It's the way you handle it. It's because your creative has to be more creative when you're dealing with things are, that are perceived to be supernatural. Special effects really ain't the way to get that over. Nah, that's kooky as fuck. Right. Like, the if you go back and watch old Attitude Era Raw and you see The Undertaker and they're creating pyrotechnics that, that you know... Uh, CGI lightning simulate, bolts. Si yeah, simulate lightning and shit. That's because it was 1998 and shit wasn't in HD yet. I'm going to tell you some wild shit. You remember in uh, at WrestleMania 25 when Triple H came out and he threw the hammer through uh, through the plate glass window? Uh-huh. You know what we saw in, in, in attendance? What? Him chunking a hammer through a doorway that was made out of pipes. See? That's it. See? And and yet and that's for another reason. That's yeah, another reason, yeah. which I'm not dis I'm not discouraging anybody from going to a live event if they want to or attending WrestleMania. But WrestleMania is gonna be a more enjoyable experience from watching at home. Yes. You're gonna get you're gonna get the full scope. It's just like with football. You can go to a game and watching the game is not the experience. It's the sitting in the stands and what goes on with the fans around you. That's the experience of watching football live in a stadium. Same, same, same with Mania. The, right. If you're actually watching the game for the actual execution of football, it's a better experience watching at home. It just is. Yep. And uh, so on, on that note, House of Black is uh, they, they're your winners by uh, by pinfall. But, yo, um, let's talk about Penta real quick. So, okay. Penta Oscuro, <laughs> he reminds me a lot of when he was Pentagon Jr. But yo, do you do you what do you think about this this arm breaker that he's doing? I mean, is, 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 you can... is it a bit much? Is it like is it is it right on task? Is it a way to to kind of turn the corner on him? Like, what do you what what's one, your what's your outlook on that? One, I got to see it again to really dissect how much and what he's doing. I will say when you add moves to your repertoire 
that's always a good thing because you know it makes the character more dynamic thing i you have to have really followed pentagon to know the difference between what you've been presented on AEW TV for the last two and a half, three years. Which is Penta El Cedamieto. Yeah. That's the shit you own the IP on. And then what happened everywhere else. Yeah. Everyone may not know what happened everywhere else. Pentagon Jr. is a B-side. No, Pentagon Jr. is an album cut. It's a classic album cut, but it's an album cut. Penta El Cedamieto right. is, the, is the hit. It's the hit single. It is the single. Right, it's Penta, the Billboard Penta, charting single. Penta Dark is the B side that never appeared on any album. <laughs> the mixtape. <laughs> but yeah, it's different levels to that. So everybody might not be as well versed and know why this is a more dangerous Penta. So yeah, you do have to add stuff to your repertoire to differentiate between the two. But boy, are we a long way removed from Oof. Penta versus Kenny at all in. Oof. We are. We are so far leaps removed. and bounds away, sir. Like solo penta is I mean, I think solo penta is a good is a good idea. But I mean the Lucha Bros are so captivating to that audience as a team, you might not ever see that. So here's the other thing. Why what the fuck are we doing with Pat? Like that's that's championship worthy. He is wandering talent. aimlessly and he Along oh with uh, along with uh, Andrade El Idolo, are well into heavyweight territory now. You can't convince me otherwise. I don't want Andrade speaking English anymore. I don't want him speaking anymore. No, I, I mean because I, I think he's he's well, obviously he speaks fluent Spanish. I I would like him with an interpreter or a translator. And at this point, let's keep it real. You want him with Flair. Flair put them suits on, put that jewelry on. He can cut his promos. Andrani can speak one sentence in Spanish and then fucking Flair goes off on a 90 second tangent explaining what that is. I think we're a lot closer to that than you realize, especially since uh, Tully Blanchard was fired from uh, FTR last night. Uh, look, hurry up. I'm just glad FTR ain't retiring. <laughs> that's what I'm glad they, about. They retired on Twitter, but that's a whole other conversation. Listen, we could do a whole show Speaking of FTR, we could do a whole show on uh, Sons of Sandy Fork, them boys, the Briscoes. We could do a whole show, nothing but their promos for week after week. That could be a completely separate show, week after week. Is uh, hey, Pete, this? I, I I know Tony Khan's a, is a owning. You know, he obviously owns Ring of Honor now. You think we get FTR versus the Briscoes for Supercard? Is it is Supercard actually going to happen? I mean, why wouldn't it? It's 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 Ring of Honor's relaunch. So since AEW's not doing a show in the city for WrestleMania weekend, this essentially is going to be an AEW-esque production. We don't even know if Jonathan Gresham is going to be there. I don't see why hard. he wouldn't. Well, well, the same he's reason still, why the same reason why Pencil Pusher, um, uh, Shane Taylor stated that he wouldn't be there. There's a lot, lots of keep in mind, anybody who was under contract through 2021 was released. Anybody that's under contract until 2022 had a 90 days. That 90 days is up on April 1st. Uh, well, so there, that there's means. a that we, we could see all new 
ROH talent. It could be a full-blown relaunch. I don't know what to expect. And again, here probably next week or two, we're going to give you the 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 uh, the crawl. We'll give you the uh, Matt crawl. Matt crawl for WrestleMania weekend here here in the DFW Metroplex. I mean, okay. So Jay Lethal's under contract, so you got a ROH original there. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't have Jonathan Gresham a part of it. I, mean, I, I don't either. Logically, I don't, I don't there, either. There's no, there's no good reason. So we don't even know what, what this new Ring of Honor is going to be comprised of. Is it going to be a developmental, which I would hate? Um, is it just going to be a place for overflow? Let's let's put a let's put a pin in that for now because we that's on the agenda. So we'll come back to that. Let's run through the rest of this uh, this uh, AEW Revolution card here real quick. In, indeed, uh, Eddie Kingston defeats Chris Jericho by submission using a uh, yes uh, <laughs> pencil pusher. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingpin. Eddie Kingpin. <laughs> put that respect on my man's names, fam. The, the stretch plum for the win. Oh. Blackie, hello, Blackie. Hey, can we fucking can we get uh, Wiz Khalifa to sink to sink license black and yellow for Eddie Kingpin? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? For 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 obvious reasons. <laughs> everybody doesn't know that. Again, same Miss Penta. Everybody doesn't know what the black and yellow really means. They just know that's his ring gear. Uh huh. <laughs> you know what it is? Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> Oh man! I'm just saying. Hey, look, TK, holla at us. We can chop some shit up. Uh, your uh, AEW, uh, AEW World Tag Team Champions Jurassic Express defeat Red Dragon <laughs> and the Young Bucks. Uh, I mean, great match. I'm over it. Two, but, ugh, I'm so sick of the young you people. I, I'm sorry. I'm sick of the Young Bucks. Absolutely. Yeah, they're not going to get any better. What you get is what you get. Face of the Revolution ladder match: Kristen Cage, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Wardlow, Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Put on a hell of a show. Keith Lee damn near died a few. <laughs> Keith Lee damn near died a few times. In fact, he even grabbed a broken ladder and attempted to climb it. I don't know what he was thinking there, or if he didn't see it. But the ladder was obviously <laughs> broken from the TV side. It, it, it's too. It's too many people over two uh, two hundred and fifty pounds, and we said that going in. Somebody and, was probably standing a chance to get hurt. Hurt. And the winner of your uh, of your two thousand and twenty two Sonic Ring is Wardlow. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> uh, the Sonic Ring Invitational Ladder Battle. Oh That's man, fucking funny. For so the, is Keith Lee Doctor Robotnik then? Uh, who who wait he has who had the mustache in there? He'd be the closest thing. That's funny as fuck. He, he, he's he's Ricky the only one. Starks, <laughs> Ricky Starks' tails. <laughs> uh, Orange Cassidy's knuckles. <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, uh, we for the uh, TBS championship, Ty Conti loses to that bitch show. Jay Cargill, shout out to her outfit. Jay Cargill came out dressed as Jay from Mortal Kombat, nailed that oh, shit. Oh, nailed it! <laughs> Motherfucking nailed it! Oh yes, I was like Jade yeah. as well. Jade, she, gets <laughs> she fucking gets it. So like that's okay. Her entrance and subsequent performance, well. In-ring performance, notwithstanding, but the entrance—that's what is acceptable in a cosplay situation. She gets it the way Rey Mysterio gets it. Yes, and in, indeed, in no truer words have been spoken. Uh, CM Punk defeats MJF in a dog collar match. This was the damnedest dog collar match. Oh man, 
Listen, this match was so good that by the time <laughs> by the time it was over with, I stopped watching the rest of the show so I, had, so I could catch my breath and start finishing the show the next morning. Real shit. That's crazy. That was the, the the missus saw it and she was entertained and disgusted by it. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly too, because there was so much bleeding going on. Too much blood, but I mean, it, it was understandable. It told the story, but man, some of the some of the moves, man, the, just the boys, them boys bought, brought eighty three back and then added in some ninety eight with them thumb thumbtacks. Thumbtacks, oh man, like CM Punk landed ass first on a bed of thumbtacks, <laughs> and then. then MJF took a backwards Ric Flair bump into some fucking thumbtacks. It's like after damn getting, it, after bro. getting hit by the well, the supposedly lost diamond ring from from Wardlow. Now he <laughs> took that he took that first that flat back uh, after GTS. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah just, yeah, yeah. I mean. and then uh, poor. Poor Bryce Remsburg, man. He had on gloves early in the match, but he slammed. When he counted the three, every time he counted, he pushed the thumbtack further into the back of his hand. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell. I count that shit from the opposite corner. Man, I, I'd be clapping with my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. I, I get a microphone and count that shit out, out loud. One, two. Oh, I'm allowed for the whole crowd to hear. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not high fiving no damn thumbtack. This though. motherfucker took, he, he took his gloves off and threw them shits, dog. He was pissed. <laughs> I'd have had lineman gloves on. Like, that's the only way you are gonna get me to high five thumbtacks. I put some lineman gloves on. But, but I'm also not gonna hit the damn mat that hard counting three. Like, doing <laughs> there's thumbtacks around me. Uh, uh-uh, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the one that's gonna get them in my fingertip. Like, no. Hey, keep it trill. <laughs> keep it all the way trill. Can we not just, I I understand people love authenticity in wrestling and all those good things. Do we really need metal thumbtacks at this point? Where where do we go from here? Plastique. I mean. Get some plastic, spray them with some, you know, high. high uh, <laughs> no, now you try, you try to poison, you trying to get somebody poisoned? No. They're not going to stick. That's my point. They, that might hurt worse. No, you get the the fucking the soft the soft points the soft tips. I think I think you're overthinking it, fam. I mean, the way physics works is you land on something hard enough, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna put a hole in something. I mean, I get that, but like thumbtacks, my dude. <laughs> I guarantee. Okay, the pay per view before that, when when the young bucks and Cole had the the knee sleeve with thumbtacks on it. There's no way in hell I. I'm going to trust you to be careful enough to knee me in the head and face region with real thumbtacks. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your spot. If you don't like it, we can fight now. <laughs> oh, you mean? man. Uh, Safety first, cuz. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, your AEW World's uh, Women's Champion, defeated uh, Thunder Rosa. And Good. And, and next week in San Antonio, we get a cage match rematch with Thunder Rosa versus uh, DMD, and that's in Thunder Rosa's hometown. If Thunder Rosa doesn't walk away with that belt, there's going to be a riot in San Antonio. Please believe it. I mean, this is a perfect setup. I mean, I, I it is what it is. John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, and a I, I don't <laughs> just a fucking fight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> John Moxley. Good old fashioned fight. John Moxley wins. They get to post match brawling. 
And who comes out? The king, Willie. the king of besmirching, William Regal, to make these boys shake hands and form a tag team that he's managing. Man, Lord listen. Stephen, <laughs> your lordship. Oh man, that's that's gonna be if if they actually do the faction and just and keep, and don't keep, just keep it at the tag team, it's gonna be ugly for a lot of people. For I a just lot love, of people, I love how I love how Regal put. <laughs> Brian Danielson over as big as he did. Like he he did a good job of putting over Moxley because he was there, but the promo he cut putting over Danielson was yeah. legendary. Like yeah. he said, You're everything I was supposed to be. Yep. And we we saw the clinics that that, that Regal was putting on. Regal Regal was stretching people who didn't need to be stretched on TV for believing <coughs> Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's somebody who, who who you need to watch a mixtape of. Just just throw all his matches on on uh, on uh, like a playlist and just hit it random shuffle. Re- Regal's not a shooter; he's a sniper <laughs> with precision and precision he, and tar- and target specific areas. You, you remember when motherfuckers we were had we saw people had that conversation that Goldberg would have smashed Lashley if they were you know both active in their prime like. Prime Lashley versus Prime Goldberg. Mm-hmm. This is how I know you full of shit. Cause Regal got out there. Regal got out there, and I, I this is not a disparaging remark, but Re, Stephen Regal or Lord William Regal looks nothing like Bobby Lashley when he's in his ring gear at all. And <laughs> Lord Stephen got active on old Willie G. <laughs> Quickly, too. Quickly. It wasn't even. So, this is how I know y'all full of shit. And that other comment about 15 years ago, he would have ran through Roman. Eat a whole bag of shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest. Go ahead. Go oh, man. I mean, truth be told, I mean, I know he's retired, but you can put Regal in some tights right now. He'll have one hand behind his back and still just. Famo. <laughs> <laughs> Let AEW do some shit like Slambury used to be when it first started. Let like a like, legend, uh, yeah, like a legend shit, and give me Regal versus Danielson in a in like a catch classic catch match. Like we, you could do a five minute exhibition, or you can even do like a fifteen minute match, like a like, like a fifteen minute uh uh challenge special challenge match or some shit like that. Call Timothy Thatcher right now. Oh man. Darby have got- William Regal bring him in like I have another student of mine. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, we helping book like months and months of television. Yeah, listen, no, how how about we get heel regal managing whoever the fuck? Because I guarantee you, heel regal as a manager. He didn't look too far off from Hill Regal. Not, like, he didn't the do only, baby the, face shit. The, well, the only baby face shit he did was thank Tony Schiavone, which was that's I, I, it. That's uh, that, which was uh, to me that genuine. It, not only was it genuine, it was unnecessary. I I like the personality. I like I like it being personal, but we did not have to see that on TV for either one of them to appreciate each other. We know what it means. Uh, what what it, what it means to see but them back on what, TV together. But you know what kind of company you're in, like. This company, the fans of this company love the veiled, the veiled shoot. They love the work shoot. So it's like, okay, Sting did the same thing. He did, he did the exact same thing talking about Tony Schiavone. 
from you know 29 30 years ago it's just a genuine moment it'll live in infamy on tape but it's not going to affect anything going forward because the promo that he ended up cutting after he sung the praises of both of his uh new stable mates or, or managees he went right into with the greatest closing line you're either going to step up or get stepped on mm-hmm so, I mean, we ain't far off from heel, and you don't necessarily have to be heel or face, just be straight laced. Like, we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> uh, Call si- si- Timothy Thatcher tomorrow. Uh, Text him today. YFN, Darby, Sammy Guevara, and Sting take on the AHFO, which is Andrade El Idolo, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. And, uh, of course. The foreign, ex- foreign exchange. Foreign suit. exchange, yeah. <laughs> A F A H F O or but yeah the A F O H is gone. A, a fucking house of oddities. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> they gone. Uh, and then for your championship, Hangman Page uh, defeated Adam Cole, which it, there was no other way for this to happen. Um, Adam Cole didn't does, doesn't need this damn belt, and there's no there, he was going to do nothing for this belt between now and double or nothing. So, peep this. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, talk to me. After the the series with Brian Danielson, after when the match he had with Kenny Omega winning the title, okay, was Adam Cole a letdown? Ooh, I'm I, I don't yeah, know and, I, I don't know about a letdown. I think the issue was that same energy that he came with when he when he entered into uh, AEW back in September that. It's story, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? That went away. Angry Adam doesn't exist on a consistent basis, and it's hurting him. And the fact that he actually showed up more consistently on Rampage, like here's my thing: Rampage has its own has its own identity. Facts. You know, it's an AEW product, but Rampage, yep. by and large, since August, has its own identity. Why can't some, go ahead? Uh, I think you should have let some of those signings, including Adam Cole basically be the the face of rampage like hey you can't even see adam cole on on dynamite unless he's cutting a promo you only get to see him wrestle on rampage bro you're killing shit if you if you're able to put four matches on in an hour two of them can be women's matches and you get more time per per week on tv than you do on rampage per uh just by the show we had that conversation about women's matches until you get more depth one is good so good enough so i'm not saying that you need to have Jay uh, Jay Carr Gilberg on there every week defending the TBS championship, but if you did, so be it. However, you don't also want to have Dr. Britt Baker DMD on there every week either with the AEW World's Champion World's Women's Championship because now you dilute that title. Same so conversation we had from last week. You got to know what after Thunder Rosa wins in San Antonio, you better have a fucking plan of what to do with DMD or else we're gonna have issues. And you need to keep you need to keep her. On uh, like DMD needs to stay on Friday. She is the the women's face of Rampage. In fact, she is not just the women's face. She is the face of Rampage. But on the cool, the reason I ask you that, excuse me, the reason I ask you that is I've heard some people, you know, in the comment section because that's where logic goes to die. But I've seen on Try. certain posts in the comment section where people are accusing Adam Page of being a lackluster champion, and I'm like. Technically, he's had three of the best world title matches in AEW history. How is he lackluster as champion? Is it the is it the opponents you're feeding him? Is it the stories, or is it the fact that anything 
within six degrees of separation of the young bucks just lets the air out of the room it's probably a combination of all of the above because adam cole is still linked to the young bucks and the, and adam Cole's stock has significantly dropped since then regardless of what anyone thinks or wants to admit i can't think of anything that wants to be force-fed any any being um, for real like you could take your favorite food you don't want it force fed you want to enjoy it at your own pace things you need to see on Fridays okay Jay Cargill or Dr. Britt Baker doesn't have to be both and Jay again Jay does not have to be defending the belt every Friday night so one of those two Hook yeah Adam Cole facts you can insert anything else there but those three you for sure need to see a combination of, well, actually a combination of those four, but three of those of, of the four. You need to see that. Right. And then yes, also, I'm... when, if slash when Thunder Rosa gets the belt, keep her as far away from the professor as you can. Stretch it out. <clears throat> but look, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you. On Rampage, okay, I would have Scorpio Sky defending the title twice a month. Ooh, that's nasty. One, one defense, uh, vignette celebrating the defense vignette deciding who the new challenger is another defense wash rinse repeat and you, stretch, and you stretch out a, uh, a title ring right same thing with Thunder Rosa just alternated so when when Scorpio's defending you're seeing a vignette about Thunder Rosa you're going and old then, you're going old school Jim Crocker promotions booking on Saturday nights you feel what I'm saying like this shit ain't rocket science though and this is how you eat up content and you and because AEW loves long title reigns, this is how you stretch it. And you make Rampage appointment TV to see the star that you like. So if if we're so okay, if we're gonna be supporters and proponents of Scorpio Sky's success, and you make him the face of Rampage, we'll watch Rampage and you'll see the difference in the numbers from a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. Same with Thunder Rosa. And you just, alt like I say, you alternate those title defenses. So you have premium content on Rampage. Then, of course, um, you know, DMD, because she's always scheming on trying to get the title back. Or So there's, there's that. Adam Cole, you know, he can he's in a situation where, one, he can put on um, more more developed storyline storylines and matches. He can put that together on Rampage. Also... He's waiting in the wings, scheming on Scorpio Sky, because that's the eventual inevitable if you build it the right way on Rampage. You have enough of a talent roster where you can start assigning people to a show, similar to what they did with you know Nitro and Thunder, but on a higher level because the ship's not sinking. <laughs> Man, that that ship's going all the way up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like shit. We bought another promotion. Obviously, we ain't hurting. Man. There's that, no Time Warner involved. What's crazier about you saying that is the fact that now we have, because we talked about the, the amount of hours AEW's monopolizing of, of wrestling time, not necessarily on TV, but, you know, as, as far as camera time. ROH, uh, last week was announced it was being bought by Tony Khan, and then it was also announced this week that Tony Khan's going to be the main booker for ROH. So what exactly does that mean for wrestling fans and for wrestlers? Uh, does that mean that ROH is going to be a developmental brand for AEW? Does, like a la Elevation, a la uh, Dark? Or is ROH going to be its own separate brand 
with you know random pop-ins here and there from other AEW talent like I don't know I really don't know how much talent you can afford to let go and I'm guessing I'm sure a lot simply because there's so many people on the AEW roster that you can afford to actually build a whole new roster of ROH strictly off the people that you don't see on TV on a weekly basis but you also don't want to fill it full of students who are fresh out of the, the nightmare factory or the nightmare family or things of that nature or like any any type of like wrestling school. You don't want to bring them fresh out of school and load up a roster with these people. Not to say that they don't deserve it, but now you have to get all new TV clearance for a new product unless you're going to leverage some of these hours that you have from Turner to put I on. Mean, I mean... Is I mean, am I off base in that, or like, or do you want to put that back on YouTube again, and and then wait for them to 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 lobby for for homes, or do they get their contracts uh, uh, amended to where now that Tony Khan's the owner, they can still appear on those Sinclair networks? This is why I asked last week about <clears throat> television placement, as far as what was Sinclair's role, what was going to be Sinclair's role going forward. Were they just going to completely wash their hands of Ring of Honor? Or were they going to be, you know, was Tony Khan going to be in bed with them at some point or in, at, at some level? Mm -hmm. But the fact that everything is going so well at the Turner home of networks, yeah. it is it is not beyond the realm of comprehension that a third show completely branded differently as Ring of Honor could occupy some space because okay run it down the 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 list of turner networks tbs right tnt right um uh what's the other one uh where, where turner, the, turner classic movies so tcm tcm uh there's another one um uh, uh true tv okay um if we want to go with partner networks in terms of with warner we can go CNN, which probably won't be for much longer. Uh, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the family. TBS, TNT, CNN, True TV. And then, of course, okay. it, you know, like TCM. And then, um, like, if we go with Warner, HBO, you know, then that, that opens up a whole other can of worms as far as uh, with them. IP, check this out. Because we know Tony Khan is, is a wrestling historian to a certain degree. So he's very well versed in different aspects of like millennial experience as far as watching pro wrestling mm -hmm. so what if on tbs saturday 605 505 <laughs> central on the superstation on the superstation <laughs> we go back old school wcw saturday night style and that's how you get ring of honor here's why we can't do that why what was one major issue with running at 505 Central, 605 Eastern Time on Saturday nights on the mothership. Braves baseball. Braves fucking baseball. Still a factor. On top of that, now TBS isn't just a a station from Atlanta that's broadcast uh, across the country. It is now a syndication hub. So mm -hmm. to even to even get Braves baseball still on that station now cost an arm a leg and a couple of toes because of the advertising dollars that are that are exuded from people actually buying advertising during those time slots mm -hmm. 
it's not cost effective to put ROH uh, at, at that time and then have them succumb to the same ills that WCW came uh, succumb to back four, 30 years ago. I get you. I, I, I get how, how that makes sense. I just, you know, revisionist history and, and, and kind of wanting to see some cool shit come back. But for that no, reason, oh no, maybe, and, and, maybe maybe not that time slot, but certainly that network. Yeah, you're 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 on the money. I think I think it's a great idea. Here's the issue though: uh, when the NWA reformed and, and did power, the whole reason why they did the 605 on Tuesday thing was because of the the uh, the nostalgia of 605 and the, and the and the wrestling power that pun intended that 605 had. But you're not going to do that again unless it's another night during the week. And again, if it's not Saturday, you can't do Sunday for the same reason you can't do Saturday. Because I remember numerous Sundays that wrestling was preempted due to baseball going over or. Yeah, I used to hate that. Bruh, bruh, buzzkill. Okay, so alternate plan. What happens if Kanos, because we know Kanos will get active and get petty. (laughs) What if what if Kanos decides I'm gonna snuff NXT out? Ooh. And I'm gonna put Ring of Honor on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. by 8 p.m. Eastern. Ain't shit going ain't shit else going on. Well, I mean, Kanos is Kanos obviously ain't, ain't nearly as petty as Vince, but at the same time he shit. Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Kanos did uh, played a diplomat. To put Rampage on at 10 p.m. on Friday nights Eastern Time, he was diplomatic in that approach. What he, it, what he knew, he knew not to split the market share. If I, he's like, if I split the market share with a one-hour show, I'm gonna lose. But if I catch people who are already watching wrestling, if you're watching wrestling on Friday night at seven o'clock, chances are you ain't doing shit else after that, other than either watching more wrestling or enjoying the fruits of your labor. Now, now. In the network era, the WWE network era, give me one show. And mind you, the network era goes back to 2014, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep, 2014, WrestleMania 30. Actually, no, Elimination Chamber. Mm, There was that week, Elimination Chamber was the first pay-per-view on the network. Double check that. I'm not saying I disagree, but I'm not saying I agree either. Either way. 2040, we, we know Road to WrestleMania season post Royal Rumble sometime in that time frame, 2014, right? Yeah. We'll Give me one that. show that you went out of your way to watch on fucking YouTube. I'm not of that ilk where I go out of my way to watch any show on YouTube. But I get what you're saying. Uh, February 24, 2014. So I was correct as the Elimination <clears throat> Chamber was, let's see here. 2014 Elimination Chamber. I don't even remember that fucking pay-per-view. That's horrible. I don't remember <laughs> if I tell you the card, you will. Oh, it was the okay. day after. Okay, so, alright, so that's what was the... So, actually, no. So... First pay-per-view is WrestleMania, right? Right. And so, but but the Elimination Chamber was available on the network the next day, is what it was. To watch. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't... A, it, you didn't get it live... Really? You didn't get it live stream? I mean, I think you said to get the pay-per-view, but... <laughs> Man, bruh, we are in a new time. It was the final pay-per-view to, uh, to air before the launch of this online streaming service, the WWE Network, to launch the next day. Uh, the end of the BitTorrent era. 
Randy, uh, Randy Orton was the heavyweight champion. Uh, defeated John Cena, Daniel Bryan, Christian, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Oh, yeah. I don't remember shit about that. <laughs> No, I just was tired. I, I was just tired of it being the third year of Orton versus Cena, and I I know I saw it. But yeah, because you're saying Randy Orton is heavyweight champion, and Cena's involved. You know how many times this fucking happened? <laughs> go go back. Go More back to 2002. Man, yeah, it, it, I wouldn't. Different I wouldn't feuds against different eras. Man, it was just wild. Very 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 different. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to YouTube to watch it. I'm not making YouTube appointment television. Like, right. I even tried to go back and watch episodes of Dark on YouTube. It just, for whatever reason, it doesn't hold, YouTube doesn't hold my attention like streaming platforms do. And that's just, that's something with me. It's not, it's not anything against YouTube as a platform or any of that stuff. Cause you know, they house us. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I want, when I what I went out of my way to watch and why I stopped. Okay. NWA Power. I went out of my way to watch that shit because of the 605 shit. It was the perfect time because if I was either off that day or on my way home, I could watch wrestling. I do remember doing that, though. And, I, you're right. And we, then. why we did watch Power. And then, you know why we stopped? Why is that? I don't because know. the whole Cornette shit and then quarantine happened. That's probably the only reason why we stopped. That, and I think we even tried, like, soon after the pandemic. Then that the shit with fight came up. Yep. Where they wanted you to pay. Well, they wanted you to pay for it. Yep. Pay per episode for the same show you were getting for free on YouTube. That now that is absolutely what you cannot do. Bite the hand that feeds you, literally. Literally. <laughs> now, if you if you want to find a new platform that'll pay you more in residuals and and uh you know whatever and ad placements, fine. But taking something that was free. And then asking for money for it only works when the testers are out. <laughs> and caps could. <laughs> and and the and it gotta be and it gotta be some straight and it gotta be some straight jump back. Man, oh. if you know, you know. If you don't, oh, <laughs> uh, real quick, we were talking about this too uh, a few weeks ago, and I guess I had I think I was off by a day. I had to be off by a day. But last night on AEW Dynamite, we saw the return or, or or the debut of Jeff Hardy as the AHFO or the AFOH, as I said earlier, uh, disbanded, uh, was helped out by YFN Darby and Sting and Jeff Hardy comes out. The, the, here's what's crazy, though. And I, I had it. I had it. All, I had it down to like, I literally was off by a damn day. But I said a few episodes back that he could possibly show up on uh, on Dynamite on March the 9th. Hit the bell for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, I do this shit for real at a high level, people. You better fuck with your boy. That Absolutely said, you do. that said, what the fuck is up with the licensing for that music? Now, I've heard that music numerous places, not just for the Hardys, but it's synonymous with the Hardys. Hard, I believe Hardy play either plays guitar on that song or sing. He's That's something he owns. Okay, so it's it's part of he he's getting uh, uh he's the mechanicals. One doing the he's getting he's getting mechanicals for that, so he's doing the licensing for that song. Facts, because I was like, wait a minute, did they just replay his shit? Because that happens on True TV all the time on uh, World's Dumbest. That song plays a lot. So yeah, that's probably just that's a sync licensing thing. Shout out to Rusty Jux who put us up on that man. Who, put, who had music for Jake Atlas? 
But and somebody else uh, now too. So he's still out here. Facts. So hit the hit the hit the cash register one time. You know what I'm saying? My it's- issue, fuck the music. My issue with this whole thing is, bro. Okay, say we out. Me and you, me and you out somewhere. We, okay, we, we outside, <laughs> Yeah, we outside WrestleMania weekend. Say by some, you know, happenstance, I get into a fight with ten people, and I'm I'm working, but you know, it's ten on one, I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> okay. And you see it coming back from the concession stand. You get ready to make your beeline to, to dive into the crowd and to at least get me out of the circle of ten people. And I'm and I'm. Are you gonna stop? Are you gonna stop to hit? Are you gonna stop to hit your trademark dance move before you get active, bro? <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> that shit drove me. I'm bro. not. Like, I'm not stopping to throw up no set. I ain't stopping to tie no damn shoes. I might stop to take off a shoe. I'm finna, <laughs> I'm finna Kevin Owens front flip cannonball into this crowd. Have you ever seen Red Man stage dive? Where he will run and then jump and throw his ass up to make it look like he's getting some height, <laughs> and then and, and then spread out, but I'm back first. That's gonna be me. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like, bitch, I ain't did a forward tumble and I don't know how long. But today, if fuck around to find out was a fat dude, that's that's me right there. <laughs> Say, do you understand what the fuck I'm saying? Oh, there hold. will be no, there will be no shortage of pain, blues, and agony dealt out if I get a running head start. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. I'm not finna stop and hit my move, hit the signature taunt cause 2K just came out. Oh yeah, he, I'm not he, gonna hit my signature dog, taunt and fam, then try fam, to get in the fight. Fam out here emoting and shit. M- music he, hit, he, he stopped to emote with a crowd that he, he don't even is, know. He, is piss, he pissed me off with that. I, you self-centered motherfucking son of me, a bitch. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Big Brother has a goddamn chair in his throat. <laughs> getting kicked on the he is on the ground actively getting his ass kicked. Dog, like literally. I, he's being kicked in the ass. So what's what was crazy was outside of emoting on the fucking ramp, that was the number two thing I saw that pissed me off. The number one thing that pissed me off was the fact that even when the numbers game was uh, was against uh Hardy Sting and, and Darby, you had somebody like no one broke away from the numbers to hit uh, Andrade to get that damn chair off of Hardy's throat. Bro, like, how long do you have to have a chair or guillotine to your damn throat before somebody says, yo, enough is enough? Bro, it's, it's a lot. It's it's a lot about that that didn't really get executed all that well. And then, and wait, and so, and here's what's crazy. Who outnumbered Sting and Darby? Um... Both members of private party. Dog! Both members of private party? Dog, they collectively weigh as much as Darby, and I'm capping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get, you get, um, which, uh, which one's the blade? Which one's the butcher? Oh, no, the butcher who, who's had a body transformation and the blade. Butcher outside they, they for didn't real. Even, and then in the segment, they didn't even vote. They were just there. They just, they just there. <laughs> no thumbs up, no thumbs down. They ain't voted about shit. I'm like, uh, Johnny speaking broken, broken English. Because truth be told, I thought, truth be told, I thought the blade was uh, was actually Jeff Hardy. <laughs> he took the damn hoodie off. <laughs> that would have been that. Hey, on the cool, that would have been cold as shit. That'd been way better than what happened last night. <laughs> if if the butcher and the blade would have come out, but but butcher was kind of covered up where you couldn't tell. 
and Blade ends up being fucking Jeff Hardy. Bro, that <laughs> that's that's great TV right there, brother. That's that shit. <laughs> Tony for a nominal fee. Oh man, soon to be a phenomenal fee. We will slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. Please believe, bro. Please believe when I tell you. Hey, all I'm saying is, look, I don't want to take away from what you're doing. I just want to add to it. Hey, that's it. That's all. The Stanford Supermax Creative has already passed up on the offers. Hey, I'm just letting you know. You got your hands full right now. We can kind of help yeah. you with some things. Them of, yeah, Stanford can sink or swim on their own. Cause <laughs> after, after everything we've heard about how that shit goes on up there, I ain't, I'm not relocating for that kind of money and that sort of punishment. And I'm gonna tell you one damn thing: people gonna be uh, gonna be sinking and drowning waters after the text I just saw from you. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers still doing bogos a month out. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Like Groupon? Uh, yeesh. Oh yeah, man, that's that's why we should wait because it's gonna get greater later. Uh, well, we still ain't going there. <laughs> we gonna yeah. be outside, but we ain't. Go- <laughs> yeah, get, getting hey, in and getting out of that place is just not the move. You and I finally go got down there. No, <laughs> Chico. <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't t- I ain't even tell you about the word I got back about actually purchasing a suite versus the other lick we had lined up. Oh no, nah, I don't even want to hear it at this point. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, there's there's no way we'd have made it back. Yo, How about that? <laughs> wow. Uh, let me let me run through this uh, impact no surrender card here real quick that just happened. Um, a a st- stat card: Giselle Shaw versus Aisha Edwards. Uh, Giselle Shaw wins. Trey McGill defeated John Skyler. How does Trey McGill on the pre-show? Uh, Havoc defeated Tennille Dashwood. Uh, Jake something defeated Ace Austin. Um, Jonah defeated uh, Black Taurus, which Jonah's on a damn tear, man. We really gotta like. There's certain. That's the thing. Is there's certain things like if Impact could do mixtapes every week, that'd be better for than just sitting here having to watch through shows, especially if we get to pay per views. That's another conversation too. Jay White, Switchblade Jay White defeats Eric Young. How that happened? I have no idea. Not the fact that he defeated him, but the fact that we got Eric Young versus Jay White. Deanna we even Pro- heard a peep out of Jay White on, on AEW TV. Like, what was that? Just like a special appearance for two episodes, or what? I got a feeling that there, there's going to be a lot more to that to come. Um, Deanna Parazzo, who was the uh, ROH World Women's Champion, defeated uh, Miranda Alize. Matt Cardona, who is your D- Impact Digital Media Champion and also the owner of your 10 Pounds of Gold NWA World Heavyweight Champion, defeated Jordan Grace in the uh, intergender match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. The Good Brothers, Doc, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, defeated the Gorillas of Destiny for the Impact World Tag Team Championship, further imploding the uh, the Bullet Club see, Civil I War. That. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that wasn't closer to the main event. Uh, Mickey James, the Impact Women's Champion, or Impact Knockouts Champion, defeated Tasha Steeles, which Tasha Steeles, man, oh, man, she's, somebody, somebody's going to pick her up and do great things with her. Hopefully, she'll get a run uh, in Impact here soon. Moose Tasha Steele. She actually gonna be here for the GCW for the culture show. Oh, don't worry. That's coming up next. That's the whole reason why I brought this card up first, because that I'm gonna bring break down that card for you next too. Uh, Moose defeated W Morrissey for the singles match that that was promised to W Morrissey for the Impact World Championship. So that's the storyline culminating there. And then for the uh for the 10 man tag championship, um, uh, 
if uh, Honor No More won this championship, won the, or at the, uh, well, that championship, it's 10-man tag match. If Honor No More wins, then they stay in Impact. Naturally, they're going to stay in Impact. So Honor No More, who was ROH uh, refugees, which consists of Matt Taven, uh, the Miracle Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent, and Kenny King uh, versus Team Impact, which is Chris Saban, Rhino, Rich Swan, Steve Macklin, and Willie Mack. Um, and so Honor No More remains in Impact. Now, that said, I keep talking about Tasha's. Well, I talked about Tasha Steels, but the reason I even brought that up is because, A, people need to suck. Suckers got to know, suckers needs to know about impact. But I sent you, I, I told you I was going to talk about something, but I didn't send it to you. I got the card so far updated for, for the culture. And for the Impact Knockouts Championship, it says Tasha Steels versus Big Swole. How is this the case? If Mickey James retained the championship, <laughs> what 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 do you what do you want me to say? <laughs> what, you, I mean, you, I, I'm not even expecting you, an answer. I'm not even you, expecting you, an answer, bro. Like, I, I'm looking at this. You that's tell me first, what you expect to come out of my mouth. That's with the all first thing I see is Tasha Steele's carrying the Impact Women Championship after I just said that she needs she needs some something better like some shine, and she here she is with the Impact Women's World Championship though over her shoulder to take on Big Swole, and she did not even win the belt at. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what 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 you want me to do? What you want me to say? On the brighter side of things. All right, let's yeah, let's do that. The 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 baddest man in the world, the, or the baddest ever, Shane Taylor versus the Hitmakers. Who are the Hitmakers? B Fab, AJ Francis, Shane Swerve Strickland. That's happening. We already talked about that before. Uh AJ Gray versus Darius Lockhart and Brian Keith Cowboy Brian Keith versus one of your all-time favorite Suave, Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah, <laughs> I knew, Scorp I gang, knew, you bitches. I knew I was gonna pop you with that one. <laughs> I saw it, but I'm still oh, okay. gonna, gonna celebrate my homie. I, I didn't, I didn't know you saw that one, but yeah, <laughs> he, he he is on the hit list of, of interviews we gotta knock down. Oh man, uh, I want him completely active. Man, <laughs> two, two Cold Scorpio, Jade Cargillberg. We finally got to get Ice Train, and then we got some more people that we want to get. But yeah, the like, short the short list Scorpio, two Cold Scorpio that is is on the short list. Scorpio Sky, he can be on the list too. Yeah, he he deserves to be on the list, especially now, especially with that shirt. Like he yeah, always we, we, need, <laughs> we need to start game planning for next year's Black History Month. <laughs> Possibly. Ooh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that oh, we because we we have to out every year we outdo the previous year. We gotta get ready to get active for next year. We, we line that shit up. Um, a couple of things before we get up out of here. You you told me about MLW acting a fool would control your narrative. So apparently the story in short form, paraphrasing without having to look up the actual article, goes like as such. Uh, MLW uh, front office and MLW obviously is owned and operated by Corp Bauer, former WWE writer, who uh, his most classic contribution to this show is in episode nine. (laughs) Episode nine. That was eight. Episode nine, sir. 
the Randy like, the Randy Orton story. <laughs> no, I'm saying like Randy Orton was the cover for that. I think I swear it's eight. Let's bet something on it. Uh, bet, bet, shit, bet lunch. I bet bet lunch. It, it's I mock. I mean, cool shit to do is eat. Let's you know fuck around and find out. So I'm broken mm, pencil booking company episode nine. Not because you know I designed all the covers. Nine is uh, doink. Uh, I just check check your message. I just sent it to you. You just a bitch. I've been out with your ass. Yeah. One. So figure. You know what I'm saying? Ah, so you motherfucker, uh, you. <laughs> I designed it. Come on, cuh. <laughs> Go ahead and bless my gangs. What you do? Bless my life. Where am I having lunch? I'll let you pick. I mean, you just. I'll let you pick. Just make it. Just make it fly. That's all I'm saying. Make it. Make, make, right. make it. Make it fly. And I'm gonna make sure. Right. I'm gonna make sure it's and double and I'm digits. Taking, and I'm sending you pictures. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need that too. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can even send me. You can message me a, a list of recommendations. I t- I'll tell you where I'm about to go after this. I'm gonna I'm I'm show you. I'm gonna show you how genuine I am. This is gonna hit your phone in three, two. Shit, hold on. We processing. You know what I'm saying? You heard you heard that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's there. And I made sure it's a double digit number. Hey, hold on, hold on one second. I'ma stop having to pay this motherfucker on this damn show. I might if I need to stop doing this show so I can stop paying this motherfucker on this show. (laughs) I was looking for a call that wasn't it. Uh let's see. Uh, not yet. I, it ain't hit me yet. Oh, yeah, it did. Are <laughs> you asshole? <laughs> I ha- look. I, my official DJ is official, <laughs> but I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. You can be several things at the same time. <laughs> but hey, you I, ever heard of you ever heard of the multiverse? Yes, I have. All right then, you can be all things. Oh man. That's funny as fuck though. The irony is I'm looking at the at this this write-up here. Uh you kick off the uh men of a certain age. Cypher. Oh damn, we we didn't even finish the story. I was too busy winning. Money. No, I'm sitting here well, before I do that, I'm sitting here reading this shit going back like as a, a moment in time. This is for episode nine. <laughs> this had this also had to be an IMOC. Yeah. No, actually, no, it wasn't. It couldn't. Have, it couldn't have been. It was too. It was too late in the game for IMOC. No, this was later in the year. I just thought about but, that. But anyway, go but ahead. But yeah, uh, Court Bauer essentially just told a venue, man, fuck that. We don't want no <laughs> other wrestling running the same weekend <laughs> we running. Ain't no purple tops on the block where there's pink. You feel me? Like, <laughs> hey, look, you you got dust and we got motherfucking soft. You can't be over here. <laughs> The you hard, step, you the stepping hard on clientele the and then you bring in the wrong element. <laughs> the hard across the street. Go on over there. That's that's the uh the trap that's the trap equivalent of bringing the property value down. <laughs> so I mean this shit and I, I look. And this and, is this and, is and, Court Bauer implementing some WWE style shit, just trying to blackball somebody from getting a certain venue. He, he, this shit, he learned from the ahead. best and learned from the worst. That's number Facts. one. Number two. I, I quote I quote the late great Craig Mack. If you really don't think someone's outside, you're gonna think you ain't you won't be around next year, boy. Ha! 
So, right. So we're like, fuck it. We're not going to allow them to, to occupy our same space. And this shit goes back as far as to the territory areas where uh, promoters would make uh, deals with venues and say, we're going to run here once a month. But in order for us to do that on an ongoing basis, you can't have wrestling six weeks before or six weeks after us. So we're just going to... At that point, the language of the contract makes it impossible for another wrestling company to run that venue. And the venue's just choosing the contract, as long as the contract is honored, over the one-time money. So this story never should have became public. This is some shit that whoever's in the front office of MLW should have worked into the language of the agreement with Mm -hmm. the venue. Mm -hmm. And if you had to spend a couple of extra dollars to make that solidified, then do it. And this would never have been a conversation. Because there's more than enough venues in the DFW area and surrounding suburbs and outskirts that house professional wrestling or venues that would actually be able to uh, comfortably house a show. After so outside of Black Monday or Black Saturday, you never saw WWF run events in the Omni in Atlanta. You never saw anything Jim Crocker Promotions NWA related run in Madison Square Garden. The, L- the LA Sports Coliseum, the Spectrum in Philadelphia. Well, on occasion, you might see some overlap with the Spectrum, but it, like you said, within six weeks, not so much. The Norfolk Scope. <laughs> Come on, man. There are certain yeah. venues that were synonymous with certain certain activity. You were not stepping on those toes back then. I guarantee during the heyday of ECW, if Paul Heyman had Bubba Ray Dudley or Tommy Dreamer call and book the Hammerstein Ballroom, nobody was doing anything six weeks before, or six weeks after, because you're stepping on the you're stepping on the territory. I'm trying. You're gonna make people choose which venue they go to based on you know whatever i do you one better even monday night raw was in the manhattan center that was almost 10 years before ecw was using hammerstein you see what i'm saying <sighs> fuck out of here so, so you, yeah there's no way you're gonna make people choose because when you start seeing okay people are gonna be making split decisions when they come here for the weekend because it's just too many events you you're just going to get out. There's some stuff you know you want to go see, but as far as eating up Thursday through Monday, some of that stuff is just going to be randomly decided upon. So, obviously, depending on the area and you're the venue out there, you want people to choose your event. Well, if there's another event tomorrow, they're more likely to be able to say, well, we can pass on going here and we'll go to this one over here. Man, game the games people play. And speaking That's of games, and, and speaking of games, the lat the last bit of business for the day. Everybody is uh seeming to enjoy polarizing views of the WWE 2K22 game that just released courtesy of uh 2K Sports. Facts. Uh Suave and I have penultimately decided to wait. <laughs> Yeah, we, we made that game time decision in pre-roll. <laughs> yeah, we there's reasons why we're waiting. Uh, reasons you will hear later. You won't hear we're them today. Diagram. Yeah, you you gonna hear it? Just not today, but you won't hear these uh, reasons. Bet. But um, feedback's been good so far, though. There there is a story that came out that EA Sports is in negotiations with WWE for for for, for future games. For WWE, uh-huh. if the 2K venture doesn't pan out, since it's been what two years since the last 2K game, yep, this is make or break for 2K. 
EA Sports, it's in the game. EA mm-hmm. Sports is synonymous with Madden, the Madden franchise, and that's it right now. In years past, it has been uh, NBA Live. Right. Uh, they tried this NBA Showtime shit that <laughs> that that fizzled out mm-hmm. like fucking water. I mean, like like uh, like like soda without the top on it. Did EA Sports do Street? Yep, Streets. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. U- UFC's game line. Uh, the PGA. Um, yeah, FIFA, so the, uh, Major League Baseball. Yep, and FIFA is the is the largest selling uh, sports game internationally. So, I, so it's safe to say that's the number one franchise in in sports gaming is FIFA. International man, um, but here here's my problem. In order to play games, wait, <laughs> wait a minute, talk. Talk to him, Trips. Here's the thing. In order to play games online with EA Sports, A, you have to have a membership for your particular uh, your particular console. So, like, with PlayStation, you need PlayStation Plus. For Xbox, you need Xbox Live, right? Right. EA also wants you to pay them $5 a month to access their online gaming servers. No, thank you. I'm out. This, this I'm is completely the decline. fuck out. It's part of the reason I decline a lot of online gameplay. Like... I'm going to play from as far as the EA Sports franchise. I've tried UFC a couple times. Um, I liked it, but I also felt like the control, it's not user friendly as far as the different controls trying to fight in an octagon. That's something like you really got to concentrate on to learn. Almost akin to how you have to learn the art of fatalities on Mortal Kombat. Ooh. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of pause. Look up the look up the actual combo you're looking for, and then try to do it before somebody passes out. But I, with Madden, I sit up and literally play exhibitions just so I can manipulate football because I like the sport, the actual sport of football. I don't really do seasons, which I probably should. You know, team building and all that. That's when you're gonna play the game long term. I usually don't have that kind of time. I'll get a game in and I'm playing exhibitions because I'm, I'm trying to exercise a concept or I want to run a playbook just to see what how well this team performs under these circumstances. I'm not paying for this shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, all that people. all that said to say this shit. Yeah, well, fuck you and fuck that. I'm I'm yeah. solid. I'm good. Too too many people get pissed when they start getting beat and they quit. So it's like I'm not I'm not getting anything from this. Man. Um, and on that note, man, um, hit us up with your, you know, hate mail, love mail, mail mail, snail mail. Hit them with the <laughs> socials. At Broken Missile BC on all things social. That's at Broken Missile BC on what? Everything. 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 With the shit. Broken Pencil Logic. You can't write this. Mark my words. And my personal favorite. Uh-oh. Price just went up. Price just went up. Courtesy of uh, our fourth man, Ron Murray. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Uh, shit. There it is, man. Um, suave. Nothing better to do, man. Go, go enjoy your lunch, and while you do, take it to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. Man, I, I don't know if you realize this. You know, this is still the worst podcast we've ever done in our life. By far. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Garbage.